0: Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers. For the things that are seen are what? Temporal or what? Subject to change. I can take what is in the Word of God and cut off from the root what is in my life that is not supposed to be in there and replace it with the Word of God. Everything you will need is already in the promise. So I take the promise and hear it. And once I start hearing it, it then goes from my head to my heart. And once it fills up my heart, I'm ready to release my faith. And I release my faith, which is the substance of things hoped for seen, and my faith brings it into manifestation by the power of the Holy Ghost. I'm coming after my health. I'm coming after my wealth. I'm coming after my peace. I'm coming after my joy. Everything that God has for me, I'm coming after it. see what faith does? Faith changes the time zone. Why? Because I've just left the temporal and I've elevated to the eternal where there is no time. So now i got to talk no time. Because my confession is going to rule me. And if it keeps me out in the future, that's where my promise will stay. But if I overcome the suggestion of my flesh that I don't have it yet and overcome it with faith and say, wait a minute, by his stripes, I am healed right now. Now the power of God can move. That can can bring healing into my body. It's not that I got to pray to God because he's already done it. It's a fact that Jesus bore it on the cross. It's already done. The devil knows it's done. And he's sitting on it trying to hope that you don't come after it. I'm coming after my health. I'm coming after my wealth. I'm coming after my peace. I'm coming after my joy. I'm coming after my everything that God has for me. I'm coming after it. Done. This, day. this day, this day, this day been broke long enough this day come on been been anxious long enough, this day been in fear long enough now this day been without a job long enough this day been working this day this day I said this day. That's where we're going here, because he's saying the delay is not from him. That's right. That's right. He's a this day yes. God. Oh, God. Now, everything before it's natural is spiritual. All right, let's deal with that a little bit because this, this helps you uh, remember. Faith cometh by what? Hearing. Hearing, see. When you hear it and you build understanding, it builds your faith. When you get understanding of what this does, you get confidence. Let's go to John chapter four first. Chapter four, verse twenty four. God is a spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and truth. Now, God is a spirit. Let's, let's see it. Okay. Go to Genesis chapter 1. Verse 1. In the beginning, God created what? The heaven and the earth. All right. So we know the earth is physical. But God is who? Spiritual. So notice, something spiritual created something Physical. So, the greater reality is spiritual. Got it? So, for that natural thing to exist, it had to be, there had to be a component in the spirit for that natural thing to exist. I want to say that a certain way, but I want to make sure that I say it the right way. Everything material has its origin in the spirit. Material things are dependent upon the spiritual things for their existence. Did you get that? All right, let me ask you a question. I am spirit, soul, and body. But the real me is spirit. For this body to keep existing, I got to be in it. Am I right? If I'm not in it, it would fall. And it's not going to do that till I leave here in long life. <laughs> now, it will fall. And if somebody leaves it there, it'll eventually, what? Rot or go back to the dust from where it was made. So for my physical body, for you to see it, For it to exist, it has to have a component in the spirit. In other words, material things are dependent on spiritual things for their existence. Now stay with me, because this is key. So no matter what it is, it's got to have something spiritual for its existence. So here is a, here is a demon possessed man and him acting crazy. But when the demons were cast out, he was found sitting at the feet of Jesus, come on, in his right mind. Why? Because what you saw manifested had a spiritual component for it to manifest that if you got rid of the spiritual component, the manifestation would no longer exist. Your situation, no matter what it is, is first spiritual. And if I can deal with it on the spiritual level, that situation can be fixed. (laughs) And faith penetrates all the way to the root, which is the spirit. Go over to Mark's uh, gospel chapter 11, please. Before I do that, Put it up there again. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3. Now this is a concept that you've got to get your mind around. Your spirit will grab it real quick. But your mind is trying to reason with it. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has what? Blessed, Blessed us. Keep going. With all spiritual blessing. Where are they? In heavenly place. Where are they? In Christ. So I've come into Christ and all those things are are now mine. Now I've got to get them manifest in my life. And things are first spiritual before they're natural. So what has happened is there's a situation in my life that my spiritual blessings are not manifested yet. So I need to get them in and get the situation out. Got it? And the way that I'm going to access something in the eternal that's already mine is by my faith. So I'm going to have to take my faith and, and release my faith for that to come into my life and replace what's already here. I'm taking my, I got to work this thing. I got to make sure you get it. A sinner does not need to beg God to save him. All he has to do or she is accept Jesus. And receive him as the Lord and Savior. Whether a sinner knows it or not, he or she, Jesus belongs to them. He is their Savior. He was my Savior. He belonged to me. He he died for me. He, according to the word of God, that every, what he did on that cross, he did for me. So, he belongs to me. Technically, he is my property. Now, just stay with me now. I'm not getting sacrilegious. I'm the only saying that I have the title to him. I I receive him as my Lord and Savior. He belongs to me. Every sinner uh, doesn't need to beg for what belongs to him. He needs to receive it. And every believer doesn't need to beg for what belongs to him or her. They need to receive it. Say amen to that. Amen. And, and what they need to re- we need to receive is we need to receive what he already did. And he did everything for every area of your life according to life and godliness. Everything he did is already yours. Now, what we got to do is receive it. We The Bible doesn't say get rid of something. It says receive something. Because if I receive it, what I've got that's not of God will go. So, two things can't occupy the same place at the same time. Say amen to that. Deliverance belongs to me. Glory to God. His ability belongs to me. His peace belongs to me. His joy belongs to me. All these things belong to me. And everything starts in the spirit. So I got to receive it out of the spirit first. Now for me to receive it out of the spirit, I cannot receive it with my flesh. Because flesh and blood can't receive something in the spirit. They can't cross over there. What's flesh is flesh and what's spirit is spirit. So I got to receive it. I got to believe I've received when I pray and not feel anything about what I just received. So I still want to get this point now because you got to get this because all sickness has a root and Jesus came so that we can have faith to lay the ax to the root. They, we, we, we can get in there and cut this thing off at the root. Folks, you can cut strife in your house off at the root, but you can only get to it by faith. Jesus said to the storm, peace be still. And that was a what? That was a great call. Now, was he operating out of the flesh or was he operating out of the spirit? Because the flesh can't do that. Everything that exists that is material, has its origin in the spirit. That if I can cut off the spiritual, then I can manifest something different in the natural. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 18, While we look not at the things that are what? Seen, but at the things that are what? Not seen. For the things that are seen are what? Temporal or what? Subject to change. But the things that are not seen are Eternal. So whatever condition in your life right now that does not line up with the Word of God, it is subject, come on, to change. I can take what is in the Word of God and cut off from the root what is in my life that is not supposed to be in there and replace it with the Word of God. So Jesus goes on down here. So this this is all this is about because I'm only saying that you and I are spiritual beings and faith comes out of our spirit and it uh, it 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 reconnects us with that eternal realm that we can do business in both dimensions. Both in the, in the spirit and in the natural. With our faith. A person who doesn't have faith has to stay in one dimension. They have to stay in that physical and hope things get better. But you don't have to hope on nothing other than the word of God. That it's a substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things come on. Not seen. And faith will never fail you. Glory to have mercy faith always accomplishes what it is sent out to do and you have faith and you can send faith out and watch this, faith is creative faith just like they didn't have enough loaves and fishes faith was, was now operating and created as much as they could eat now notice it started with two fish and five loaves. God have mercy. more revelation come to me as I tell you one thing, it just, it gets deeper. And it started with two fish and five loaves. But notice the creation part of faith. Notice the word of God, how it creates. Notice in the woman with only one meal left. Notice how it created. Notice the woman with only oil, one cup of, uh, jar of oil. Notice how it created. Now, over in Matthew chapter 15, It created limbs. So if faith will create limbs, and it can only create limbs because limbs are already in the eternal. See, it's not making anything new. It's just accessing what is spiritually a part of your inheritance and bringing it into your life it will give you new sight. It will give you new organs. It will give you new kidneys, new ovaries, new in- It doesn't make any difference. And all of it's yours. It's yours. It's paid for. It's private property. And the enemy is trying to keep you from it because when you get it, faith is contagious. It will spread to other people and they will want to use their faith to do something in ground that he's got and he'll have to get on out of here. Let, let, wait a minute. I know I was taking you to Mark chapter 11, but let's look at Mark chapter five. I, I keep hearing that in my spirit. Mark chapter five. Look what it says. Now this is verse 25. And a certain woman which had an issue of blood uh, <laughs> 12 years. And had suffered many things of many physicians and spent all that he had, and when she was nothing better, but rather grew worse. When she had heard of Jesus, came in the press behind and touched his garment. Now, what is faith? Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Evidence of things. Evidence of things. Evidence, what's another name for evidence? Proof. Faith is a proof of something not seen with the natural eyes. So it must be there because for it to have proof, it's got to be there. You can't have something there with, with no proof. In other words, if I can prove it, then it must be there. I've got the proof. It's faith that it's already there. He's not... God is not doing anything new. He's already done it. He's eternal. He looked to your future and saw that you were going to need a kidney. He looked to your future and saw that you were going to need deliverance. He looked to your future because he has no time. He sees the Alpha and the Omega. He's the beginning and the end. He sees your whole life just like that, and he prepared everything you will need. Now, He doesn't want the enemy to take your inheritance. Jesus died and the New Testament carries with it that was the benefactor left us in the will. This is the last will and testament. And everything is in there. Everything you will need is already in the promise. So I take the promise and hear it. And once I start hearing it, it then goes from my head to my heart. And once it fills up my heart, I'm ready to release my faith. And I release my faith which is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. And my faith brings it into manifestation by the power of the Holy Ghost. Anything that the world has done to your faith can reverse it. Anything that the world tries to keep you from faith will take you to it. Anything that the world tries to hold that belongs to you Faith takes it. It'll take everything that belonged to you and ask nobody nothing. Look at this verse 25 and a certain woman which had an issue of blood 12 years, she had suffered many things and many physicians. She had spent all that he had and was nothing better, but rather how did she grow? she grew worse she had an image inside of her of getting worse and worse why because they probably helped her they probably said I'm sorry there's just no cure each time she went to a different physician they would, could not be able to cure her now the, 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 the pressures and thinking of the fact that this thing is getting worse and it did get worse because that's where her thinking was it was getting worse and worse and worse let me ask you if it kept getting worse what was she eventually What would eventually have happened to that woman? She would have died. But she heard about Jesus. She heard about Jesus. What comes when you hear about the word of God? Faith. What did it do? Faith is the substance of what? Things hoped for. The Bible says when Abraham had no hope he got hope from God. In other words, he was 99 years old. His body was no longer producing children. Sarah had never had a child, but what he said, uh, God said that he's going to have a baby. And the Bible says Abraham, he considered not his body nor the deadness of his woman's, his wife's womb, but He was strong in faith, giving glory to God, for he was fully persuaded that what God had promised, he was able also to perform it. God promised you that. God promised you peace. God promised you joy. God promised you no lack. God promised you that you'll have success. And what God promised you, He is able to perform. Well, praise the Lord. I trust that you enjoyed that teaching. Now, that teaching is from our faith refresher. Now, in that teaching, we bring out that everything has its origin in the Spirit. Every promise that God has promised you has to first be received spiritually. Now, faith is an interesting thing because faith always goes to the root of what the problem is. I don't care if the problem is strife or the problem is sickness. Faith goes to the root and cuts it off at the root. Now, this teaching is a powerful teaching. Now, we're going to give you some other words of how you can get this teaching, and I'll be right back. For the things that are seen are what, temporal, or what, subject to change. I can take what is in the Word of God and cut off from the root what is in my life that is not supposed to be in there and replace it with the Word of God. Everything you will need is already in the promise. So I take the promise and hear it. And once I start hearing it, it then goes from my head to my heart. And once it fills up my heart, I'm ready to release my faith. And I release my faith which is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. And my faith brings it into manifestation by the power of the Holy Ghost. I'm coming after my health. I'm coming after my wealth. I'm coming after my peace. I'm coming after my joy. Everything that God has for me, I'm coming after it. Recharge your faith today with Pastor Bill Winston's teaching entitled, Faith Refresher. To order on CD or DVD, simply write to Bill Winston Ministries, PO Box 947, Oak Park, Illinois 60303. Buy bank card at 1-800-711-9327 or online at billwinston.org. Well, praise the Lord. I trust again that you are blessed by that teaching. Now, again... This is from our faith refresher. This is the first teaching from our faith refresher that we had this year. Now, again, this faith is powerful, and the enemy is after your faith. Now, I know a lot of people think a lot of themselves, but the enemy is not after you. He's after one thing, your faith, because if he can stop your faith, then a person is no problem. He wants to get your faith, so don't let the enemy steal, rob you of your faith. Faith is so powerful, it will overcome any obstacle that is in your life. Now, this and other teachings are available to you online at BillWinston.org go to that website look at all the teachings that we have even involving with faith outside of this this faith teaching that we did today and you will find that there's a great selection that can build your faith so that you can overcome anything that comes into your path into your life in this life it is a powerful teaching i use faith For everything I use faith to get here to Chicago I use faith to start our first part of our ministry faith to have people to come we used to confess there are three services full with people standing in line all that's faith so look what faith did it brought me over into that promised land it'll do the same thing for you well this is Bill Winston saying we really enjoyed bringing it to you and we're going to keep doing it more and more We thank you. God bless you. We love you and keep walking by faith.